Hi there, welcome to Claim the Stage, a podcast about public speaking and speaking up. If you struggle with saying what you want to say on stage, on camera, or in conversation, you're in the right place. I'm Angela Lucier, your host. I'm also an author, professional speaker, and CEO and founder of the Speaker Sisterhood, a network of public speaking clubs for women. If you want to practice the tips you learn on this podcast, you can check out a Speaker Sisterhood club as a guest for free. Learn more at speakersisterhood.com. Wow. Welcome back to Claim the Stage, everyone. Welcome. It is 2022. And guess what? As I am speaking, I can see my breath in front of me. (laughs) I'm recording in my attic where there is no heat. And I am wearing two sweatshirts, two pairs of pants, and a heated blanket. (laughs) And I have a little candle candle next to me to sort of make it seem warm. I'm up here because it just seems like there's so much going on in my house right now. Everyone's moving around and making noise and the cats are really loud. It's like eight degrees out today. I don't know if everyone's just kind of losing their minds, but I was like, all right, I'm just going to go upstairs and make this work. So I'm probably going to talk kind of fast because it's pretty cold. All right. Anyway, I'm really excited about the podcast because I'm making some changes to it and I want to tell you all about them. As you might have heard, last year I celebrated five years on this podcast and I talked about how I find it difficult to do things for that long of a period of time. And what I've learned is there's so much newness in things that appear old when you take a new approach or you look at it from a different perspective. And I have to credit the documentary Jiro Dreams of Sushi that I saw on Netflix a few years back. And that documentary did wonders for my ability to see the magic and the newness in things that may appear mundane or, you know, stale. So just to give a quick synopsis of that movie, It's about a a guy who I think he's in his 80s and has spent his whole life making sushi. And you would think, like, how can you just commit your whole life to one thing? But when they break down what that actually means, he's an artist who has committed his, his artistic vision to the art of making sushi. And he they break down where he buys his rice, how he cooks his rice, how long he cooks the rice, the temperature of the water, how he treats the rice once it's cooked, the procurement of the fish, how he cuts the fish, the temperature of the fish. I mean, it's every single detail, every variable that goes into making a beautiful, delicious piece of sushi. And he spent 10 years on each element of it. He spent 10 years making the perfect rice. And when I start, when I saw that, I was like, God, that seems like it would get so boring. But there's something so beautiful about committing yourself to making something perfect over time. You know, really looking at every, every thing that goes into it. And that made me have a new appreciation for everything in my life. Because I think we kind of live in this ADD world where it's like, if one thing isn't working for you, just go to the next thing. You know, instead of really sitting with it and and trying to figure it out, because there are so many options. And I noticed that with online dating, too. It's like, well, the first date wasn't exactly what I wanted. And there's like 800 more people that I could date on this app. So I'm just going to move on. 
instead of looking for the beauty and the potential in it. So when I got to five years of doing this podcast, I had to ask myself, like, what can I do next that will bring newness and a a new artistic vision to it and keep me excited to keep exploring it and sharing with you? And I started thinking about the things that have caught my eye in the last year or two and that I look forward to and what is it about them that connects me and attracts me to it. One of the things I really like, um, I don't know if you've heard of the newsletter, it's called The Skim. And there's a lot of newsletters like this now, but I think theirs was maybe one of the first. And what that is, is they take like the top five news stories of the day and they summarize them and they send them to you in an email. And the idea is to help you save time and help you kind of stay abreast of what's going on in the world without having to read 10 different news sites and spend an hour listening to the news every day. And it's a great idea. And I know that when people can compress um, or curate a bunch of information into just the main nuggets that you need to know, I find that to be really thoughtful and I appreciate the time that the curator puts into it. So I thought maybe I could be a curator on my podcast to give you resources and advice and interviews and tips and stories that could inspire you and help you get a new perspective or just, you know, give you something else to roll around in your mind. So um, I'm going to try out new themes for each month. And January's theme is the word connect. And I like that word because it's sort of ambiguous and it's it's expansive because connect could be anything. You could connect to a beautiful tree. You could connect to a person. You could connect to a song, um, a smell. You know, I know anytime I walk by someone's yard while they're mowing the lawn, I have so many memories of being a kid and the summer. And there's just so many opportunities for connection throughout our whole day. And so I thought picking a word like that would give me a lot of space to fill in the, the three things each week with I don't know, like a variety of useful ideas. So this is my first week doing the three things for you. And I'm excited about the three things I chose because they're pretty random. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) and I, I don't know, I think they can be helpful to you. So if you come across anything in your, you know, searches online, in your inbox, that you hear somewhere that you think, hey, this sounds cool. I bet like this would be a cool thing for Angela to share on her podcast. I'm totally happy to take submissions from you if you want to share anything that you want to have here on the podcast. So you can always email me at Angela at speakersisterhood.com. And my goal is to try to record these every week. So I'm not going to put them all together at once. I want to kind of let them roll as they go. And I think it also gives me an opportunity to be looking out for what that word connection means to me throughout the whole month. And then when we go to February, it'll be a new word and it'll give me another focus area that's kind of um, a chance to fill in the blanks. So while I sit here freezing, (laughs) I actually have a heated blanket on my legs. It's really, really nice. This is my first heated blanket. Can I just recommend everybody? get a heated blanket. This is when I ever, whenever I thought of heated blankets, I always thought of the one we had when I was a kid and it was really, really heavy and really itchy. 
and it had a lot of wires and it was not very comfortable and it was actually kind of scary to use. So I've just stayed away from them my whole life. But a couple months ago, I saw a, a throw. It's like a fleece. Um, I saw one in the store and I was like, oh, that looks like a much better version of the thing we had as kids in the 80s. So I'm really glad I got the heated blanket. It's just so cozy. And if you love lying on the couch or in bed and being super warm, recommendation. By the way, that's just a bonus on today's episode. That's not one of the three things, just giving you (laughs) another recommendation for something that's been truly life-changing. Okay, let's get to this week's three things. Number one, connect what isn't working with what is worth fixing. I'm just going to say that one again before I get into what that means. Connect what isn't working with what is worth fixing. If you listen to my last episode, episode 200, it was called 12 Ways to Be Awesome in 2022. And one of the things I talked about was realizing last year that there's nothing wrong with me and I'm actually fine. If you struggle with what that question, what's wrong with me, definitely go back and listen to that episode because I think it'll give you some some new ideas about how to think about that. And and now that I'm realizing I'm actually fine, I notice that I often will tell myself this story like, I wish I had more time to work out or, oh, I wish I was one of those people who tried to read one book a month or, oh man, I suck at meal planning. Why can't I get better at meal planning? Or why don't I have a more consistent networking plan? Or why am I not spending more time reaching out to companies to speak? And like, I kind of go into this um, self badgering or like self beating kind of um, mode of, you know, just being hard on myself for not doing certain things. And when I started to notice that I was doing that, it would put me in a bad mood because then I would feel like I'm messing up and I could be doing better and what's wrong with me, you know, the whole thing. And while I know that I'm fine, I can still pretty easily go into this mindset of why am I not doing X, Y, and Z? So I decided to create a little checklist for myself. You know, I love lists. And the the checklist is very short and I put it on a post-it and I put it on my fridge because I can look at it every day and it helps to remind me of what to do when I start getting mad at myself for not, you know, doing a a 30-minute hardcore workout every day. And the two questions on the checklist are, is this worth fixing? If so, what is my plan to do so? And so what that does is it helps me evaluate if what I'm worrying about or, you know, making making a a big deal about is actually a big deal. Or if I'm maybe mad about something else and I'm just assigning it to that. And if it is a big deal, then what am I going to do about it? Because I'm not just going to sit there and continue to be mad. I'm going to think, okay, is there time in my week where I could commit to focusing on this? Or is there something I could take out of my schedule and put this in in place because it's more important? So I'm offering this idea of connecting what isn't working with what is worth fixing to replace maybe beating yourself up for not being, doing, thinking a certain thing that, you know, you wish you were. So the checklist is, is this worth fixing? And if so, what is my plan to do so? And this is, it's kind of an abstract version of connection, right? You're connecting the thing that's not working with what's worth fixing instead of continuing to be hard on yourself about it. 
So um, this is an ongoing process for me. A friend of mine gave me a very detailed journal for Christmas. <laughs> it's like, I think it's like 400 pages. It's it's the most comprehensive journal I've ever seen. And there's a lot of places in there to write stuff like this down. So I'm using that place as the archive for all of these stories I tell myself and the action steps I'm taking because I want us to be able to see change. I don't know if about you, but I oftentimes will just like make the change and then never really go back and acknowledge the fact that I put a lot of effort and time into trying to figure out how to do that. And it gives space for acknowledgement and celebration, which I think is super important when we're trying to create change, which can often be so hard to do. Okay, so that was number one on our list of three things for this week. Number two is connecting with friends. Now, in last month, Last, uh, last episode, episode 200, I shared one of the um, adventures in my book, The Secret Life of Speaking Up prequel, which is 30 tiny speaking adventures that help you to practice using your voice in ways other than public speaking. And the idea behind that is it just gives you these little daily, if you want, or weekly exercises that help you to get come out of your shell and to build confidence in yourself and to be seen and be heard more. And I've heard really good reviews from people who've read this book because if the if the exercise wasn't spelled out in front of them, they may not think to do it because like who's thinking about speaking exercises other than speaking coaches. <laughs> so one of the adventures that I mentioned last time was to think of three friends and then think of one thing you love about each of those friends and then call them individually and tell them that thing you love about them. And that's a great way to practice vulnerability and practice connection and speaking up in a way that's really low threat because any friend would probably really welcome a phone call like that. But the, the suggestion I want to give you today goes one step beyond that. So it starts the same. Think of three friends. But the next thing you're going to do is think of one way each of those friends may sabotage themselves, whether it's in relationships, at work, financially, for their own pleasure and self-care, whatever. A lot of us can see our friends struggling with accomplishing goals or getting out of a bad situation or changing jobs. And we can see why, but maybe we're hesitant to tell them because we don't want to upset them. We don't want to have an awkward conversation. We don't want to, I don't know, be yelled at or ignore. I don't know. There's a lot of things that telling the truth can bring up that may rock the apple cart and change your relationship, right? But what I'm going to suggest today in the form of connection and like in the spirit of connection is to really think about any friends you have who are struggling And if you notice something they do repeatedly that sabotages them, to tell them. And this is a tricky one because I'm not one to give unsolicited advice. But I've noticed that when I've called a friend and said, hey, I noticed something you do and I want to tell you about it, but only if you want to hear it. Do you want to hear my observation of something that may be holding you back? And if they say yes, now it's not unsolicited, unsolicited advice because they're inviting you to tell them. So you always want to start with that. And then you tell them the thing that they're doing that could be life changing for them. And I want to share a story about when this happened to me 12 years ago. 
I was just starting out with my career coaching business and I had, you know, a handful of clients and I had some workshops under my belt and I had been working for eight or 10 years at that point. So I had some work experience and I had befriended this woman who I met in a professional networking group and we hung out a lot and we would share a lot of our fears and goals and and just talk about work a lot. And I guess I had been sharing with her that I felt like an imposter. I had imposter syndrome and that I was, um, I always felt like I was failing at everything. And, you know, finally one day she said, you, you sabotage yourself by believing you're never good enough. Look for the proof that that's what's true. And when she said to look for proof, I sat back and I thought of all the clients I had worked with. I, I thought about all the evaluations I had gotten from the workshops. I thought about evaluations I got from old bosses and, you know, just any feedback I had received. And I couldn't think of one single piece of negative feedback. I couldn't think of a single client who asked for their money back. I couldn't think of anybody who said this wasn't worth it. And so I said to her, I don't have any proof. And she goes, okay, so you're sabotaging yourself by believing you're not good enough. And yet the whole, the rest of the world believes you are. So what are you going to do about that? And that was one of those moments that really shifted everything for me. And whenever I go into one of those mindsets of, should I be the one doing this? What if this doesn't work? This like, you know, that the imposter syndrome, I can go back and go, where's the proof that I don't know what I'm doing? Or where's the proof that I'm a failure? And I often can't find it. So (laughs) like I said, she gave me this advice 12 years ago. And for whatever reason, we lost touch like at least 10 years ago. And I haven't seen or talked to her since then, but I'll never forget that conversation because it truly was a game changer. And she put herself on the line saying that to me because we hadn't known each other very long and I could have reacted much differently. But I listened to her and I believed her and I trusted her and it's made an impact even to this day. So if you have close friends who you trust and they trust you and you have the right intentions, sharing something like this with them and bringing it to their attention can truly change their life. And it just has to be, you know, with done with heart and done with the intention of helping. So if you want to truly connect with friends, sometimes having these types of conversations where you're bringing something to their attention is an opportunity for you to learn how to speak up and for you to honor what you're seeing and also to build a stronger connection with them. So that's my second thing for this week is to show your friends things that they're doing that they may not be able to see that will help them out of something difficult. And number three, connect with your voice. I'm, I'm super excited to share number three with you because this is a brand new thing that Speaker Sisterhood is rolling out in March, and I haven't talked about it anywhere yet. And it's this is a chance for me to tell you about a new offering that I think is going to help a lot of women. And I know a lot of listeners are current and past Speaker Sisterhood members, which means they've participated in a public speaking club. And this new offering is similar, except that it's like speaker sisterhood on steroids. (laughs) It's like (laughs) we're calling it speaker sisterhood express. And that means it's a six month 
program that you get to go through where you get classes, you get a community, you get a place to practice your speeches, and you have a beginning and an end point where you can graduate after the six months and really feel like you've accomplished something huge for your communication and leadership goals. And the reason I'm excited about this is because it takes a lot of years of experience that I've acquired from running this business for five years and listening to members and paying attention to what's going on in the world today in our virtual world and seeing what are the goals of today's woman and what are the goals of the women we're trying to help and we've uh, we've created an offering that i believe aligns with those goals so if you feel like you're ready to be heard you want to take action and you want to really focus on something that matters to you that is worth fixing and do it alongside 10 other women, this is going to be for you. And I'm going to share more information about it in the coming weeks. But I just wanted to sort of plant the seed because it's very cool. And we're myself and the rest of the team are all very excited to get this going and bring it out there and present it to you. So if you're not on the mailing list yet, make sure you go to speakersisterhood.com and sign up for the mailing list to get more information. And uh, I'll be sharing more here as well. But That does it for this week of my first three things in January, all about connection. And we'll continue this theme next week. And uh, would love any feedback you have on the new format or any submissions you want to include for consideration for future three things. So uh, without further ado, I guess I'm going to sign off here and go downstairs and maybe eat some soup or something (laughs) so my feet can defrost. (laughs) And uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks. I hope you loved today's show. If you did, a great way to say thanks is to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It takes around 30 seconds, and it's a great way to say thanks. My music was created by Kelly Vogel, and the show is produced in the Glitter Closet in Western Massachusetts. Well, that does it for me this week, my friends. As always, stop waiting, start creating. See you next time.